0: Welcome to episode 65. We are with Jordan Beck, the Chief Operating Officer of Heritage Sleep Concepts. And before I have Jordan come on, I'm just going to pay the bills really quickly. If you haven't bought my book, Sell a Million, what are you waiting for? 101 tips to help you sell more furniture and more mattresses every year. And I want to thank Steve at uh, at Mattress Industry Network Group for his sponsorship. the The uh, Mattress Industry Network Group is a great group. It's a Facebook group to join. All you need to join is to be a part of the mattress industry. And there are a few questions, and they do say no to a lot of people because we want to keep it. Uh, to conversations with mattress industry people. And what will you find inside there? Big dealers, small dealers, people that own stores just like you, um, regional managers, sales reps, uh, owners of manufacturers, VPs of sales. Uh, the networking opportunities are literally endless at Mattress Industry Network. You need to join the Mattress Industry Network today. And with that, welcome to the show, Jordan. How are you? Thank you for having me on, Pete. I appreciate it. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. Um, uh, I I missed our our rehearsal that we scheduled because uh, I was having some technical difficulties. So I guess we're just going to wing it, buddy. Hey, that sounds good to me. You ready? Yes, sir. So I've heard a lot about your family over the years. And I am just your fifth generation, right? Yes, sir. That's right. So, like, you were putting bed frames together when you were what, four or five?
1: So, I, I think I terrorized uh, the showroom uh, more than I put more than I helped uh, back in the day uh, when I was growing up. Uh, my brother and I would <laughs> run across bed to bed, and you know, kind of like what uh, a lot of the kids nowadays when they go into stores. You know, I was one of those guys uh, jumping from bed to bed. Um, our old sales manager, Bob Ashburn, uh, I know uh would have a fit, but you know, kind of kinda grew up uh being around the business, didn't know a ton of about the uh, the industry or or how uh, my granddad's company operated. But, you know, the last uh almost four years I've come in uh to the factory and and the heritage sleep and kinda learned the ins and the outs uh the best I can. And uh obviously I hope on expanding that um as we continue to uh be in business here
0: in Rome. Well, tell me the story of so it's five generations. Walk me through that just a little bit because all I've ever heard of Spears met of Rome, Georgia, and, uh, you know, the, the, the predecessor to Heritage Sleep Concepts now. So walk me through that. Why did, um, why did they get in the mattress business? And back then, what were the mattresses? Just like a and a cover.
1: My great great
0: grandfather um,
1: worked for a mattress company here in town, and uh, kind of made mattresses for uh, people in his neighborhood. You know, it wasn't wasn't a big operation. Um, his name was J H Sanford, uh, and it was my grandmom's um, grandfather, and uh, his son. Um, Claude Sanford worked, uh, you know, under him, kind of learned the ins and the outs and uh, worked for another uh, mattress company here in town called Lovell Mattress. And uh, he was World War II guy, went off, uh, went off and fought in World War II, came back, and he wanted to open up his own company. And so he opened up a Sanford Mattress. He had bought, uh, bought Lovell Mattress for Mr. Lovell. And uh, these mattresses, I've seen some pictures, I mean... These are uh, about six inches tall, uh, eight inches maybe at the max. And I've got some pictures of him uh, taping those beds. And um, he's got his little fedora hat and suit. You know, you're talking 1940s, late 1940s, early 50s. And uh, Sanford Mattress kind of grew to be a little bit larger. Um, I would think maybe he sold to uh, Rome and maybe some um, surrounding counties. And uh, um, my granddad, Terry Spears, um, married my grandmom, um, sold bread for Colonial Bread. And, uh, you know, he he knew that, uh, he knew bread wasn't gonna be paying the bills um, for the rest of his life. And uh, he did really well at that. But, you know, he, in the grand scheme of things, he saw, uh, you know, my granddad did very, very well for himself um, for what he did. And he said, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to give it a shot and go into the mattress business. And so uh, my granddad or my great grandfather probably didn't weigh 150 pounds, but World War II guy, very stern, you know. Um, my granddad said he walked in one night uh, uh, and was talking to uh, my great grandfather, which is his father in law, and said, uh, you know, Mr. Sanford, uh, I'm thinking about going in business for myself. And, uh, you know, I'd like to make beds and, you know, I wouldn't open up in Rome. I'll open up in Cedartown, which is a county over, um, city over, and, uh, you know, kind of go from there. And uh, he said, my, my great-grandfather kind of stood there. You know, he's got his suspenders on, and, you know, he's kind of rocking back and forth. And he's like, all right. he said. Uh, he said, that's fine. You'll never make it. Wow. And he walked off.
0: And wow. uh, my granddad,
1: my granddad said he went back, and he, you know, he's telling my my grandma about the uh, about the story and and what he had said to him. And uh, he said, you know, when he told me that I'd never make it, I promised myself that I would do everything I could to make it in the betting business. And so, uh, you know, for for a guy that didn't get past the tenth grade of high school, um, I like to think he he did pretty well for himself. Um. So, my 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 granddad went in business in uh, in 1971 um, as uh, Spears Mattress. He called his brother and his his brother Ed at the time, which was a couple years older than him. And he said, uh, "You know, Ed had uh, had just got out of his job, and he said, you know, think about going in business. You want to go in business with me?'" He said, "Yeah, let's do it." And so they uh, they got a five thousand dollar loan. And that picture right there is my great-great- or my, excuse me, my great-grandfather. You see him taping that bed up. Um, It's amazing uh, that I still have some of these pictures. Um, Wish I had more of them. About a $5,000 loan, um, my granddad went and got a sewing machine and a delivery truck. And what they would do, just starting out, is they would go door-to-door, knocking on people's Front doors early in the morning saying, Hey, you know, can I redo your mattress? And they they were pretty much a refurb um, business to start out. And they would redo people's mattresses and uh, have it back to their house by the time those people, you know, get home from their jobs and to sleep on. So that's how they got started. Um, they had, uh, you know, this is 1971, 72. Um, they grew that up and uh ultimately had a couple different locations. Um they were Lady Americana um licensees, um, Southern Cross, and then I believe in 1981, um my granddad was uh, approached by Englander and was an Englander licensee um in 82, and uh, you know, just just started growing. Um ended up moving into a facility in the mid-'80s, I believe, 1984. Um, It was about 350 to 375,000 square feet. Obviously, um, back then, you know, that was a huge factory. Um, It was the largest mattress manufacturing um, factory in the country um, in the late-'80s,-'90s, maybe early 2000s, Um, very big. So they had plenty of room for growth. And uh, you know, that's that's one of the biggest thing nowadays. Um, you have to have room to grow because if if you can uh if you don't have the room to make it, you know, that's that's gonna be tough. And so uh my granddad grew spears from uh, you know, knocking on people's doors to uh, you know, he serviced thirteen different states um in the southeast. Um it was a uh it was about a thirty-nine million dollar factory. Making making beds there. Um, my dad was the plant manager from 2000 to uh, 2011. Um, they were doing anywhere between 1200 to 1800 beds a day, um, or pieces a day, which is a mattress or foundation. Um, so they they were cranking out the business in the early 2000s. Um, and uh, my granddad had my granddad was um, very well loved by his sales salespeople. Uh, he had guys that had been with him for 20 30 years. Um, you know, it, it just makes it so much easier when uh, uh, when you've got a good group of salesmen, as you very well know, um, a good group that you can trust. And And uh, my granddad took very good care of those guys. Um, James Jones, Earl Cox, um, Bob Ashburn, some of the guys that uh, that I can remember um, that were always around. Rep uh, Georgia, um, Bob was our uh, sales manager uh, with my granddad from, I think, the early 90s, late 80s up until, uh, 2011. So, uh, you know, he, he was part of uh, my granddad's success. And then, uh, uh, you know, my uncle, um, Barry Simpson, um, rep North Alabama for years. And, uh, he's with us now, um, at Heritage, obviously. Um, so, you know, you just, you can't, uh, you can't find, uh, uh, it's, it's really tough to find a great group of, of reps as a, as a core. And my granddad was able to do that. And, That's one reason why he was so successful is because he had a great uh, group of reps, and they made good product. um, Built the Englander name up, and uh, it was a top top ten, maybe outside the top five um, brand at that point. And so, so my granddad, my granddad sold to private equity in two thousand seven, and in two thousand seven, they kept they kept everyone on until twenty eleven. And in 2011, um, the group that had come in um, basically kind of got rid of management and, you know, things weren't going the way they wanted them to go. And so they they kind of had a plan to uh, take things to the next level. And uh, three years later, um, Advanced Sleep Concepts, which was um, the next company after they had sold Spears Mattress, um, that went bankrupt. Um, and so they they put 165 people out of a job um you know my granddad retired off into the sunset um uh, sales manager gone uh, my dad the plant manager um got whacked so um they came in and they thought that they could you know do things a little bit differently than how my granddad had kind of ran that company and uh, things didn't go as well as planned and so um uh, You know, when they put 165 people out of a job, uh, that was terrible for the community here in Rome. And my granddad kind of looked at it as a slap in the face. Um, And, you know, he wanted to go back in business for himself. And so uh, in 2015, we opened up Heritage Sleep Concepts um, here in Rome, Georgia, in a 30,000 square foot facility. And uh, we started off with 12 employees. So um, we're going into year seven. you know, we we were in thirty thousand square feet. We're in one hundred and twenty thousand square feet now, um, on ten acres here next to the airport in Rome um, that we own. We we were rent, uh, renting or leasing uh, that facility, so uh, we we employ about 80, 80 to eighty five employees currently. Um, so you know, we're we're still growing. Um, we're excited. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of how we've got to where we are now. Um, you know, one of the big things, um, for my granddad when he was in business was he always did what he told people he was going to do. And, uh, you know, that kind of, um, allowed him to, uh, gain trust with the furniture retailers and, uh, mattress retailers around the Southeast. And, uh, you know, he had a good name in the business. And so when we started up, you know, it kind of allowed us to, uh, you know, go to some people and say, Hey, would you be willing to, uh, you know, look at some of our products, you know? And, uh, people were more than willing. They would, they would give us a shot and, uh, things worked out. And so here we are now, um, we're growing leaps and bounds and we have, we have a very bright future here in Rome. Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, being a part of, uh, of this company and, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, of course my goal is to, uh, Grow this larger than my granddad's company, um, but you know, just to uh, just to do well and do what we're going to tell, do what we're <laughs> do what we're going to say we're going to do, and uh, and just uh, you know, take care of the people that's around us, and that's all that we can do.
0: You know, what strikes me is he. So he was retired. Obviously, he had done well for himself. He sold the business, but it hurt him. To his core, and that's why he reopened. He yes. reopened as an act of love and giving back to the community. That's huge. That's special.
1: Yeah, um, you know, my granddad uh, when when uh, when news kind of got started that uh, that we were going back in business for ourselves. Um, you know, Stuart Corlett's up at uh, Betting Industries of America, and uh, my granddad were. Very close, very tight. Um, Stuart actually was a uh, was a rep for my um, granddad and uncle, great uncle's uh, pillow company back in either the eighties or nineties. We, me and him, were talking about it uh, at one of the high point markets recently, and he was telling me, you know, he was selling hundreds, thousands of the of those pillows. They were called Plus Four, and uh, he was telling me a little bit about that back back when he was a rep and. You know, now with him at Betting Industries, you know, obviously having the Eclipse and the Eastman House um, license uh, licensing. So uh, my granddad wanted to uh, become a licensee of uh, Eastman House and Eclipse, and that was a great brand um, for us to uh, to start with, and uh, and to grow in the southeast. So that was that was huge. That was a that was a great thing for us as a company, and uh, you know, obviously with my granddad being involved. Uh, there for many many years um uh you know ed siokas up at uh um up in chicago um was a fellow licensee englander licensee with my granddad for many many years and i've heard i've heard stories of ed more than i can count and so uh um you know ed ended up becoming a eclipse uh, eastman house licensee with my granddad there um and so, it, it's worked out great. Um, yeah. Can't no. thank, can't thank uh, Stuart um, more than uh, the opportunities that he's uh, given us. And, uh, you know, he's got so many great uh, brands and products up at, uh, up at Betting Industries. And he's really, uh, you know, kind of the forefront leader, in my opinion, um, as far as kind of branding and, and growing those brands um, in the industry right now. Because it's something a little bit different than uh, not a lot of people are doing.
0: So, Stuart is amazing. I am so glad that he bought Ed's company. I I couldn't have been more pleased uh, if private equity had bought it. I just wouldn't even put myself through that. Wouldn't even put myself through that at at, at this point. But the beautiful thing is we're owned by a family-owned company, just like Ed. Ed's family uh Stewart's uh family is is running it Phil is just an absolute joy to work for and uh what's going on right now with Bedden Industries of America is special may never happen again um I've been very lucky in my 40 years that I, I've done this and this is lining up with um Product introductions that literally made me millions of dollars in commissions. Uh, The new products that are out right now are special. They're different. They're visually different. They're spec differently. Their value proposition is crazy off the chart. Um, And I guess that kind of leads into... um, Am I going to see you at market, dude?
1: Yeah, I will be at market. And I look forward to seeing you there. Um, I know the whole gang will be there and, uh, it's always going to be a fun time, uh, uh, when we get together.
0: So it is, it is, it's always fun. So what States are you serving now? Right. Uh, from Georgia. Yeah. So, uh, we currently service,
1: uh, Georgia, um, Alabama, uh, Panhandle, Florida, um, North and South Carolina, which is, uh, new for us, uh, and then Tennessee and uh, a little bit of Kentucky. So. Wow. That's a bunch. Yes sir, we're we're uh we're growing and uh you know we we like to think we're uh, continuously reinvesting in the company whether that is uh machinery, um trucking, um you know any anything there is to uh you know give the retailer a better product um or make it more efficient. Um you know, from that point of view, providing providing the retailer with uh, everything they need to make sure that they can take care of their customer. Um, and and nowadays, it's all about reviews. So if we can make sure that um, that specific retailer gets a five-star rating on anything, you know, that's that's great. That helps them. And in turn, that helps us. So we we look at things as a long-term partnership rather than you know us just selling uh, um, some retailers some products and, uh, and being in and out of there. We want to partner long term. Um, and that's that's kind of getting back to what my granddad did um, at Spears and uh, that's that's taking care of customers for many, many years. Um, he had customers that bought from him for 20, 30, 40 years. Um, and and now we're just uh, we're trying to do the same thing at, at Heritage. And uh, and I like to think we're succeeding at that. So it's it's going to be very exciting.
0: Well, the room lights up every time you walk into it, Jordan. You are an absolute joy and bright shining star in this industry. So I'm going to put you hot and ask you because you already touched on one of them. I'm looking forward to BIA line. Showing up in my new store. Awesome, Steve. I did not know you pulled the trigger on that. Oh, that's awesome. Up. Congratulations, Steve. Um, th- that lineup is going to be taking the industry by storm. I'll just call it right now. Um, So you have heard all the stories throughout your whole life. About successful mattress retailers and probably a few things that and and that is the five star online reviews it is so important uh that our dealers get these reviews and not only that they get them that the entire organization from um the receptionist that answers the phone at the retail establishment uh, to the delivery driver who has the last touch with the customer that everybody's on the same page with getting five-star online reviews. Um, Do you have any other tips that would help our, uh, our retailers be successful in the new world that we find ourselves in? You know, I've being on the wholesale side, um,
1: I don't know as much, uh, you know, from a retail side, but, you know, I've heard everything from, uh, you know, giving uh, um, giving free pillows away for, you know, just to leave a review, not even a five-star rating, um, obviously, um, you know, but just, just leave a review and give your honest, uh, you know, your thoughts on how you were serviced by that specific company. And, uh, you know, they still give you pillows. If you give them a, one star rating or a three four five star rating um, but if you're a good company and you and you treat people the way that they should be treated you know those those five and four star reviews are gonna outweigh the couple one to two star reviews um regardless and that's that's really what it is at the end of the day you want to make sure that you just take care of people and uh, and kind of control everything that you can control and you know in today's c- kind of climate, making sure customers can get product you know in a uh, timely manner is, is has been really tough the last 2 years and so uh yeah. you know that's that's kind of out of uh, out of retailers hands per se you know they they really can't control it with the way that foam has uh has kind of came and went um as far as you know when they everything froze in south texas and it right. made it really tough for people like myself to get foam yeah um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's been one thing for us at Heritage Sleep, um, we never missed a shipment during COVID, um, which came, which kind of stemmed from uh, us making masks for local hospitals. Um, so those retailers, um, coming to us, you know, asking for product and seeing if we could, if we could service them, we had to turn a lot of people away, which was, you know, being a salesman, I, I know you can understand this. You never want to turn away any business. At all, yeah. and uh you know for us, we had to make sure that we could take care of uh the current customers that we had with the given foam allotment um so you know that, that was that was big for us, and now that things have kind of opened up uh you know we're still able to uh um go out and find new customers and still have customers calling us to uh see if if we can service them and you know they're interested in you know different brands nowadays i I believe that uh Today's current climate is uh, uh, less and less more about the brand itself. With as many different brands out there, um, kind of, uh, kind of, some things that you've seen a lot of is online. You know, with a mm-hmm. lot more people buying online bedding and mattresses. You know, people aren't buying name brand as much as I think they were probably in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. Nowadays, online, there's, you know. Pete Primo mattresses online. People are buying those or Jordan Beck beds. I mean, it's it's everywhere. People are buying regardless. Um, so, yeah. you know, as, as long as you're making a good product and uh, and you can stand behind it and service your customers, I think that's the major thing, um, you know, for a retailer. They want to make sure that they can find a a, a manufacturer that's going to be there in the long run and always put them first. You know, manufacturers are never going to be perfect Uh, Retailers will never be perfect, but you know, for us, we have to. uh, When we do mess up, we have to, you know, understand that, and we take action and and make sure that retailer is taken care of. and And I like to think we've uh, we've done everything we can here to uh, to do that, and uh, we'll continue to do that.
0: So, well, making the masks uh, was an important thing for us as well. Out of Chicago, Um, Ed worked tires tirelessly um, during that time. And when we came out of COVID uh, at our sales meeting in Vegas, I wanted to publicly acknowledge what Ed did uh, for our retailers, for our families. He's going to be able to retire and enjoy his grandbabies. Um, But I don't think he's done just yet. He's still 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 helping us uh, make product and all that good stuff. Um, My hat is off to all of you who found a way to continue to serve our dealers during that difficult time. And it took a lot of creativity, but more than that, it took grit. It, It took a determination to serve our customers in the face of being threatened by uh, governments and everything else. So anyway, I have come to the point where we do halftime and anybody who has your book, sell a million, go to chapter 45 and it's page 71, which was my number in college. So that's a great, great page, page 71. And this it's going to fly in the face of what a lot of people think about, but I want you just to listen to it, and I want you to think about it, especially if you own stores. Chapter 45, do direct mail. Direct mail is one of the most effective ways to get your marketing message delivered, seen, and read. In today's hyper technology world, direct mail may seem outdated, but smart marketers know differently. Every business owner should be using direct mail in various ways in various ways, and successful marketers know the best way to use direct mail is with a multi-step campaign. It means multiple pieces get mailed over a short period of time. Do you know who one of the largest uh, users of direct mail is? If you guessed Google, you guessed right. It's Google. That's right, Google. If you're not using direct mail, you are missing a golden opportunity. One important way to use direct mail for finding new customers via lead generation campaign. This is where you purchase a cold list of of leads. You can get you can get it from from actually the US mail. You can get mail routes. You can buy mail routes right around your stores. If you know where your business is coming from, you can actually buy those. You don't even give them to you for free. Anyway, I digress. The keys to success, su- success with this type of campaign are knowing your who, who is your customer that you want to respond, and what you want them to do. Buying or and a quality list has a high chance of having many of those who's in it. Cat- create eye-catching, benefit-laden pieces. Send out a sequence over a short period of time. Tracking and adjusting as necessary. You've got dead zip codes, eliminate them the next time around. Do not throw your money away. Generally speaking, unless you are extremely promotional, you are looking for homeowners. So that is that. But interestingly enough, I have a paid marketing subscription. What was it talking about? They talk about the internet all the time, but using direct mail. It still works, guys. And gals, it still works. Got to use it. Like, the beautiful thing about direct mail is you can do very small amounts. I've I've heard some really great stories over the years of people sending out fifty to a hundred pieces because that's all they could afford to send out, and then bootstrap and then get bigger. Um Get creative with it, but it's not just all about the internet. You have to use different ways to touch your customers. You know, years and years ago, um, the only way we touched our customers when I started was in-person visits. If we called our customers back within two or three days, we were con- back in ten minutes today. Uh, I'm not being responsive and they're probably calling the factory saying they can't get a hold of me. Um, So the world has changed. There's no question about it. And always think about this. Um, When you own a store, you have an obligation to be as profitable as you can for you, for yourself, for your customers, and for all of your employees. So think about all of your marketing as as just tools. Don't fall in love with any media. Don't fall in love with Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Those things come and they change, but your message—what makes you different—that's what you really need to focus in on. And uh, if you have not, and you do not numbers are buying from you, ask your consumer after they buy, hey, how'd you hear about us? Why did you buy from us? That's after you've already given them the receipt, before they leave the the door, do a little market research and find out what your customers perceive your difference to be. And that's probably what your difference really is. Now, if that's where you want it to be, great. And if you want to move it, then take steps to move in it. But make sure that everyone in your company, from your drivers to your receptionist and your salespeople, are all on the same page of who you are and what you do. What do you think? What do you think about that, Jordan? I like that. Uh, I think that's very well said. Um, I know when you said,
1: uh, page, uh, 71, 71 was your, uh, your football number. 17 was my football number. So that is, uh, that's pretty wow. neat. Wow. Yeah. That's,
0: pretty neat. That's awesome. So what's the latest and greatest at your place, man? Like, what are yeah, you so, excited uh, about? So,
1: um, you know, we just got back from ISPA Expo, um, yeah, in Orlando Tell-
0: so, tell me about that. I didn't go, so I'd love to hear about that. Have you Have you ever been before, Pete? Uh, no, I have not. It is It is very cool.
1: Um, that is my first uh, ISPA Expo that I've been uh, been able to go to. Um, and what it is is uh, for for anybody out there that you know, has no idea what it is. It's pretty much just for uh, for manufacturers and uh, uh, vendors. Um, new machinery, new foams, new springs. Um, in the marketplace, you can find anything that's on a mattress at this show. So, uh, you know, it's it's really catered to a manufacturers like myself um, to go down and see the latest and greatest of everything from uh, fabrics to glues to wood for foundations, everything. Um, so, you know, kind of the different things that I kind of see, um, especially with the, the way oil is kind of going up uh, currently is, you know, Nine inch and ten inch springs I, I I saw for the first time. Um and I I have seen nine inch online and some, some mattresses online, but you know, never actually in person. Um and you know, with with if foam continues to rise, I see springs becoming a uh, a bigger thing for some companies. Um I could definitely see that being an alternative to uh to some foam layers. Um obviously uh um you know more steel in, in a mattress means there's less foam. And uh, you know, I think to a certain degree that could be used as a more of an airflow story, sleeping cooler at night, um, allowing your body heat to yep. disperse a little bit more evenly through that mattress. And uh also just it's a it's more of a a greener story than than foam because there's not going to be as much glue um or um polyurethane um foam in the mattress due to having more springs so that's yep. you know something that uh, that I think some some companies might be playing around with
0: um in the future if not right now um so that um, did you see a bunch did, did you see a bunch of manufacturers jumping on those springs on the the side and wiggle their butts around because the higher you get with a spring the less stability that you have. Yes. The more. So kinda, were, was it passing that test? A few did. Uh,
1: that's, few that's did. kind of the, that was kind of a big thing that I kind of saw, um, uh, <laughs> that people might be looking at. Of course, you know, the more kind of swaying it does have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but specifically, you know, um, uh, jumping from springs to covers, um, you know, I was reading on, uh, um, for all things mattress, a couple weeks ago, someone had written a, uh, a piece on you know cooling covers. I think the title was "Cold War" um, for the mattress <laughs> industry, and I thought that was great. I lo- I loved that. Um, I can't remember exactly who had who written that or who wrote that piece, but I loved it. Um, and I think it's that's great a title hit Cold War in the mattress business. That's that's very true right now. Uh, I think cooling covers are kind of where you know. Customers love, you know, when they come in and they and they put their hand on that cover, they're like, "Ooh, you know, I love that." Yeah. Um, and so, I think more companies out there are, are looking at using more cooling covers um, than before, and I think that's something new um, that customers aren't necessarily accustomed to.
0: And so, you know, so, for people that are, go ahead. So, by the way, what you're um, what you're describing, you know, these trends our retailers love to hear like, where's it going? So trend number one that you mentioned is the profile of the springs is, is getting taller. Mm -hmm. And the other trend is you're going to see even more cooling covers. Yeah. Cooling covers. Um, I think, I think springs might make a jump.
1: Um, I nothing in stone, obviously, but, you know, that's something new that uh, somebody might mess around with and and use some nano cools or, you know, I I think springs as far as layering and uh, obviously a supportive core um, is something that's uh, that's different, something that uh, will continue to uh, grow in the marketplace. Um, Cooling covers. Um, The next big thing, I think, is uh, natural. I think natural is really going to be um, something, uh, something big. And, uh, I had, uh, I had been working on a, kind of a natural, um, line to an extent, uh, with our homegrown line, which is organic cotton cover and border, um, featuring, uh, Elate memory foam, which has silver graphite and silver, um, or silver graphite and, uh, and copper in it, mm. um, made by Carpenter. Um, love it. It's got a great feel to it. And then obviously um tying in copper infused aloe latex um so you've got a kind of got that antimicrobial um anti dust anti odor um stored with this with this collection that we've got here at heritage sleep um so it's that's just something different um a little bit more uh, price conscious um, line um but it's really made for uh, for retailers to make good margin on so it's it's something yeah. that uh, that looks really nice um, a little bit more traditional with uh with the white cover and border, um organic cotton, like I said, for both. Um, and then it features uh gel, gel-infused uh quilt in the cover, um, and layered with the the toppers that I had told you about. And then it also features Aurora um foam. So that's that's something uh it's just a really high grade um polyurethane foam um that is very breathable. It's very It works very good for uh, um, heavier people um, as far as its uh, um, integrity of the foam, the grades. I think a 195 and the ILD, which is pretty much going to be the firmness of that foam, I think comes out to be like a 9 or a 10. So it's a very soft foam. It's going to contour to your body exceptionally. Um, And then tying tying all those stories in with the silver and the graphite and the copper and the memory foam. Um, and then the copper infused tally latex, you're just, you're talking about, you know, just some great, uh, great toppers, great fills, um, kind of tying in everything, uh, anti-odor, anti-dust mite, um, antimicrobial. So it's, it's, uh, it's something different. Um, that's something that I had worked on during, uh, during COVID, you know, not being on the road as much, uh, in 2020, um, you know, I kind of sat in the office and that was kind of my my little baby that I had worked on uh, uh four bed collection, um, stepping up in price points and then offering a um smooth top hybrid per se, um um with an all over cover um as a sister in that price point. So that was something that uh that we had that I'd worked on and uh and it's done very well. And so that's uh that's something that, you know, a little bit different um, that we do um, compared to some other some other folks out there, but other than that, um, you know, obviously the embrace Talley and uh, some of the other Talley lines that we've got uh, at Eclipse and uh, Eastman House, you know, jumping up uh, with betting industries has been great um, here in the southeast, um, especially, um, you know. My granddad at Englander used to bring in containers of uh, talalay or it was natural latex uh, from Sri Lanka. Um, I don't think they used talalay back then, but would bring in containers of latex. And Englander back in the 2000s did very well with uh, with latex. And so a lot of our old dealers are very, um, very used to selling latex, and they they understand the story and the feel and. Uh, they're okay with selling that price point, so it's it's been something that has been big for us. Um, you know, when we when we had Bliss uh, three years ago, um, starting out with Bliss, and then now we're kind of uh, um, using using some new brands. So it's it's something uh, that's very exciting. Um, I sleep on latex, um, and and I, I think uh, you know something that a lot of people may not know is a lot of manufacturers, a lot of owners, and uh, Sales reps for manufacturers sleep on latex. Um, I love it. My dad, that was one of the first questions my dad asked at uh one of the owners' meetings was, you know, what do you guys sleep on? And like, uh, I think 15 out of 20 people said latex, you know, regardless of whether that was a hybrid, yeah, latex. I mean, it's just uh it's got such a different feel um than anything else out there. Um, and I mean it's It's a great product as far as longevity, um, integrity of the foam. And then obviously, when you're talking Talalay, natural
0: um, breathability. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. If you were to interview 10 presidents of manufacturers, seven to eight of them are going to be sleeping on latex. That's just one study after the other throughout my career has always said that. Uh every time I g- meet somebody new, I ask them what they're sleeping on. They're, they're all sleeping on latex. Yet we don't do as good of a job as we should in the industry of helping our consumer to have that same opportunity to enjoy the benefits of latex. I
1: agree. I agree. I uh you know, memory foam is so uh um so very well advertised in the current marketplace. You know, people honestly, they come into a store, that's the first thing they ask of because they don't know of any um, alternative sleeping surface other than memory foam. And so, you know, it takes, uh, takes a little bit more um, product knowledge to, under to I guess, uh, relate from because se- I'm a salesperson also here in the state of Georgia. So I know exactly what you go through um, for North Georgia. Um, in Middle Georgia, so you know, going in and and uh, and really explaining the benefits of latex, how to sell it, um, you know, what and that'll that'll help whether they're selling latex or memory foam. You know, being able to show them, hey, this is what you can have here. S- this is something similar price point, um, memory foam wise, and kind of allows them to go back and forth and see what, do they like the sleep on fill with latex or do they like the sleep in fill with memory foam. So. You can't go wrong if you've got it on your floor because it's going to help you sell one or the other. Um, so I'm a big, um, um, big believer in having latex on your floor, um, especially if you can sell natural, because I think the marketplace is 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 leaning towards uh obviously it's leaning towards more natural products out there. Um, so that's that's gonna be big going forward. Yeah.
0: So one of the things that I try to coach my dealers, at least the ones that want to listen, is do not step down to a different story. Step across to a different story. So don't drop price to show uh, memory foam from latex At all price points and just tell the story, whether it's a latex story, a memory foam story, or a natural story, it would all be at very similar price points. And then once they gravitate towards one of those, then if you need to drop down, you could drop down. But I really like the idea of having choices that are at the top. And don't really involve dropping down because when you position one ahead of the other, you already set into uh you set into motion a bunch of expectations from the customers. And whichever one you put at the top is the one they're gonna perceive is better. And I don't necessarily think that's productive. Just my two cents. Yeah. No, yeah, for
1: sure. Um what are you kind of seeing out there as far as um uh, adjustable beds?
0: I think I I th- lots of adjustable beds yeah. being sold out there. And I think that is if you own a store and you're not selling adjustable beds, I I, I don't know what to say. I'm flabbergasted. Um unless you're really, really super promotional. And if you're really, really super promotional, you're just taking a very thin slice out of the market um, because it has gotten to become very difficult down there to 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 make any money and uh, the future uh, customers to have a premium. Experience. And when your customers get a better night's sleep and they wake up pain free and happy, that's when you're going to get the five star online review. That's when you're going to get the testimonial and that's when you're going to get the referrals that you need to fuel a successful retail business. I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. I do. No, that.
1: you're good. I, I just kind of see that, um, you know, as, uh, as being a big part of uh, the business going forward, um, with being an add on sale um adjustables you know with the rise of wood and freight you know nowadays i just see uh you know adjustable beds being so much uh, a little bit easier of a sell than it was maybe five ten years ago and uh they're a little, obviously a lot more um price point friendly um than they were ten to fifteen years yeah.
0: ago um yeah so uh, with it
1: i just i just got a uh, um an adjustable bed myself for the first time so that's uh, uh that i'm enjoying it I, I love it so that's you know one reason why i want to bring it up with uh when we we're talking about latex and you know um transitioning if someone liked memory foam you know I, obviously with temper um mem- uh, with adjustable bases and latex beds with adjustable bases they they work perfectly i mean you can't find yeah. a, a better bed. Um, or a better mattress to go on an adjustable bed than those two Um, and uh, I mean I love mine so far I've had it uh, about two weeks so it's it's been great
0: so Jordan if I own a store in Georgia Alabama North Carolina South Carolina I want to do business with you 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 I'm sorry. You How do just I get a hold of bit? you if I want to do business? With- yeah. How do I get a hold of you if I own a store and I want to do business with you? I go, I like this guy. I want to do business oh, with this guy. Um, give uh you can either give me a call on my personal cell
1: phone or uh, shoot me an email, or you can go on our website, uh, here to sleep com. Um, and, uh, uh, go to the info page and give us, give us a shout. Um, give us a ring and, uh, I'll either pick up uh here at the office or I'll get your number and give you a call and, and I can direct you to uh, one of our sales reps and uh and go from there um, but I'd love to uh, be a part of uh you know um, growing with with any any stores in the southeast and uh would love to be a part of uh, um, anything that we can do to uh to help you guys like like Pete said we're here in Rome Georgia um, we've got hey. a showroom here. When are you, um, you going? Go ahead. When are you going to be at market? Um, I will be at market um, either Friday or Saturday. Of uh, is that April first? No, is that right? For, I don't have Friday,
0: my. Friday's the third. Uh, no, Friday's the first. Yes, it is. Let's see. April first is Friday. The second is uh, Saturday. Right. Because I yeah, have an open right. house on the thirtieth and thirty first, then I'm getting in my car as soon as I load the last mattress on the truck. I'm gonna be uh, driving to High Point from Columbus, Ohio. So uh, you know it, it's it's hilarious because uh, sometimes uh, our our dealers have a different idea of the luxurious life that we live because. You know, sometimes at markets or an open house, we will have a nice meal at a very nice restaurant. And, uh, you know, it's hilarious because they think that we like eat like that all the time. And I'm like, no, that's the only time I do that. (laughs) When I'm with you, that's the only time I do that. And by the way, you know, I'm driving 60,000 miles a year. Oh, yes. Chris, thank you for reminding me. I almost forgot about my open house. The open house is just about booked up, guys. But if you really want to come and you're in Ohio, give me a call at 419-560-3169. I'll figure out a way to squeeze you in. Uh, We are super excited. Over 30 models to choose from. We'll have double-sided we'll have, uh, you know, if if you want latex, we have latex. If you want memory foam, we'll have memory foam. If you want tufted mattresses, we'll have tufted mattresses. If you want two-sided mattresses, we have two-sided mattresses. If you want bed in the box, we've got bed in the box. You name it. You want natural, we've got it. It's all going to be there over 30 mattresses to choose from. And Bend Industries of America is taking over America right now, as we speak. Be part of our growth. And that picture right there is a beautiful, gorgeous Hemingway product that we are just so proud of. Um, You know, it's this is like going back twenty years in my career, where I have probably the hottest line in America right now, and it is just an Absolute joy. So be at the open house, be there, or be squared. Give me a call, 419 560 3169. And it's going to be at the Crown Plaza in the Double Tree. As soon as you walk in, you're going to take a right and you are going to be in our showroom because we are right up in the front this time, which is very awesome. So sorry, Jordan, I did a commercial. Oh, let's talk about this. No, you're good. Hey, that
1: Hemingway line is a can't miss. Um, yeah, Dave Tenuta up at uh Betting Industries of America. Dave i uh, has been working on this uh yeah. with Steve Corns and uh, the rest of the group up there and and uh, this is a not you can't miss it. I mean it's it's one of the biggest, uh biggest and in, in my opinion, um brightest things uh, in the industry um in the last couple years. Um it's yeah. you can't miss it. It's it's a great program and uh if you don't, if you don't at least look at it, I, th- I think a lot of people are missing out. It's it's going to be a hit, um, yeah, anyways. What is this picture? Yep. Yeah, so, uh, so I, I was, uh, you know, finally got off of Expo, Expo uh, Expo, and um, went off to the beach uh, for the weekend, uh, uh, staying in an Airbnb down in Seagrove, Florida, and uh, you know, obviously, I've slept on Englander for many, many, many years, um, growing up. And, uh, the, the side of the sheet had, had been kind of, um, moved off. And so I could see the border of, uh, the box spring and, uh, the mattress. And I was thinking, man, that, that pattern looks just like an Englander, um, that my granddad made. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna lift the sheet up. So I l- look, it up, like lift it up. And, uh, I look at the, uh, the little card that you see right there. That's, um, that's in the mattress. 21st century Englander, um, and that's a bed that I slept on for many years, um, or at least very similar in one of the collections as uh, the 21st century. That's a huge um, line for my granddad at Spears Mattress, and uh, I had spoke to the uh, the guy that owned uh, the Airbnb that I was staying in, and uh, he said they've they've had those beds for 15, 20 years or so, and uh, they get more... Um, uh, more views on their great beds than anything, and I told him, I said, "Well, I know these are getting older. Uh, whenever you need some uh, replacements, you let me know, and uh, and I'll take care of you." So uh, he's going to let us know here. Uh, he knows those beds have have uh, lived very long and done very well. So uh, we're going to get him some uh, some new things, uh, new mattresses down there in Seagrove. So
0: well, as as I said on LinkedIn, quality speaks loudly. But the way your family started, Jordan, the grit to go door to door, to work that hard, to schlep the mattress out of the house, refill it, bring it back before the close of business, that is a very, very tough way to make a living. And the heritage uh, of your family is really something that you should be extraordinarily proud about because I'm proud for you and I'm not even part of it. But what you shared with us today is really special. And I think that most of our retailers can tell you uh, stories of their startups that aren't that far away. I think that the spirit of being independent and of working for a lot less money than we should ever make uh, is the one thing that it doesn't matter if you're a retailer or a manufacturer that we all go through. And it's funny when they see, you know, a bigger factory. With 80 to 85 employees now, and you're getting bigger and bigger. And they are thinking that it was always like this. And it's not. It started off with two guys going door to door, basically, you know, working for nothing until they kept reinvesting one machine at a time until they literally built an empire. And you're rebuilding the empire, and I am so happy that I got a chance to help uh, tell your story here today. And I cannot wait to see you at market. For those of you guys who want to see Jordan at market, we show on the fourth floor of the Crown Mark building at 200 East Green in High Point, North Carolina. Be there, or be square, Jordan. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Do you got any last words, Pete? Thank you so much. Um, appreciate you having me on. Um,
1: been keeping up with your stuff on LinkedIn and uh, uh, the Facebook group, and so uh, you know, it was a pleasure to meet you finally. Uh, you know, a couple of Vegases ago, and um, I always love seeing your stuff and uh, love the show. And I uh, got to get me one of your books. I'm gonna order me one of your books after this. This is a uh, that's awesome. Uh, like thank I said, you, I can't thank you enough. And uh, if there's anyone out there that would be interested in uh, um, allowing us an opportunity at earning their business, I would really appreciate it.
0: Thank you very much, Jordan. Have a great day. And that's thank a wrap. you, Pete. You too. Take care.